What is living in lockdown like? As the world tries to make sense of the coronavirus and South Africa is knee-deep in a government-initiated lockdown, we'll be hearing from different voices what they're up to and how they're handling living in the lockdown. Life has been extra exciting for comedian and host Tumi Moraki recently. A move to the United States with her husband and three children has also come with dealing with the pressures of a lockdown. Now, how are the Osetutus doing while they're stuck at home? Tumi is here to let us know. How are you, Tums? I'm good. How are you, Gareth? <laughs> I'm fine, my darling. First of all, are the kids uh, driving you crazy yet under lockdown? Ooh, ooh, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so many words, so many, so many <laughs> adjectives I want to use. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they're around me, so I must also pick my words. It's been tricky. It's been tricky. And I found it hilarious that I actually walked in on my firstborn on the PS, chatting oh, yeah. to his friends while they're gaming, saying his parents are driving him crazy. I'm like, I, I stood there stunned. Stunned. I'm like, you are being driven crazy by us. <laughs> so whereabouts are you guys? Uh, so we're in Herndon, Virginia, just outside Washington, D.C. Okay. Uh, we started out in New York, but uh, it looked like it was going to get dire. Hmm. And so uh, before a lockdown was declared, we'd spent about two weeks already self-isolating. Because you understand, we were following news from like all over the world. And we got a sense that New York was dragging its feet. And so we felt like, listen, we're putting ourselves at risk. My gigs have been canceled. Yeah, um, We're not meeting anyone in New York anymore. We may as well get out now because it looks like it's only getting worse because every, I think like every few hours, we're literally getting these COVID-19 SMSs, right? Mm. And they were coming from government and each SMS was coming with a stricter measure of this is what needs to happen. Um, shops were closing down. I mean, we went to a Starbucks, dude. We left with six gallons of milk because we were going to give me a chai. The kids were getting cookies. And then this lady's like, uh, we've just been told we're not essential and we've got all this milk that's going to go bad. I'm like, I've got three kids who are cats. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, typical flex on African. Six. Gallons of milk. Yeah, you wanted, you wanted, you must take it. <laughs> I wanted, you must take it, my friend. And then, so we took lots and then uh, gave one to a homeless guy. He probably threw it away. Um, <laughs> so, so it's you, but, it's you uh, and your husband and three kids. The three kids, and right now we're in a basement. Because so in New York we're in a flat. Mm. And my, here's here's what was freaking me out about New York is I mean we had used so many wipes and and disinfectant, and the kids have been washing the hell out of their hands. But I'd noticed that you know what New York was still buzzing. It was busy. You're going. You don't know how many people have touched this thing. Yeah. Like we had mastered the art of opening the elevator using our, um, our elbows, and we had stopped using um, the subway altogether. But you know when you've got kids. You really cannot keep your eye on them uh, every second. So we hired a car because we also knew we can't use public transport. They hadn't shut it down yet, but we were like, we're not taking our chances. So we hired out an SUV, packed everything, packed the kids, left late at night so that they would sleep throughout the trip. Because, you know, kids will make you stop. Yeah. For the sake of stopping. They see lights. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we... We just, we drove straight, we drove, drove four hours to Virginia to our uncle 
And lucky for us, he's got like a three-story house. So mm-hmm. we're in the basement. And we literally, it's so bizarre. Because you know when you visit family and it's a very African thing. Like it's a, it's a collective. We are catching up. We are, it's, it's love. It's love. And unfortunately, it's been very weird. Because uh, for safety reasons, um, we just went straight to the basement. We've uh, isolated ourselves from them. We're going into now our second week of isolation from yeah. them. Because you come uh, from New York and they, they're worried about that. Yeah, Exactly. It's high-level risk and they're older people. So I think with everything, much as we're trying to protect ourselves, we also have to protect the people we love. Hmm. And so we'll probably only get to see them <laughs> in the next, like, yeah, in the next week. Do so, they do they like push a box of stuff down the stairs? <laughs> that, that's exactly how it happens. <laughs> you're, you're like, you know, in those movies where they have like a ghost in the basement. <laughs> And, and then they never really go down there and they open, they, they lock that door and then they open it and one of the kids like sneaks in and then he sees something and he runs back up the stairs. It's kind of like that, right? It's crazy. It's so weird. Um, because there was a time when I walked up as um, uh, our uncle was bringing some stuff delivered. Because also when stuff gets delivered, you have to quarantine it for 24 hours. Yeah, so that the um, virus will die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when he was dropping the thing, I happened to come up and you should have seen me freeze because I was like, I hope I'm still within six feet. You know, you're freaking out. I was like, should I stop breathing? Should I, what do I, what do? No, it's horrible because also you can't just cough without freaking out. You said that your yeah. your gigs and things have been cancelled, and and for a lot of people in in performing arts, in entertainment, in music, in all of those spheres, it's going to be a very tough couple of months because nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. I mean, you were going to you were going to make a change anyway, so I think it's probably it was it was something you might have prepared for better than others. And you know, mm-hmm. it reminds me now listening to you how important laughter is. Do you know how your comedian friends are doing in South Africa? Do you know what their plans are? Do they have plans? Uh, it's it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, uh, I've seen a lot of people have become more active online, which is great. Um, and it's really exciting to see that Ogo Productions is is offering uh, ninety three spots. Or I think I don't know if it's ninety three or ninety seven, but they're offering quite a few spots to comedians, and they're going to pay them above the club rate. But obviously less than the corporate rate, right. just to try and make a difference, and and that's exciting, um, you know, because I'd been invited to do it, and I was like, okay, I'll probably do it, but I I need to do, I need to consider, am I going to take that money? Because yes, all of us do need to make a little extra, or should I do it and then donate that to someone who needed more than me? Because right now, we all need it. Let's yeah. face it. I yeah. mean, um, it scares me that you know we plan for rainy days and we have arrived at rainy days, but I had planned my rainy days in rands. I'm living in dollars. <laughs> so, oh, how liquid am I going to remain? But at this time, it's also a time for people to pat themselves on the back. You know, much as we need to consider that there are people who are in trouble right now, this has caught them off guard, we should also pat ourselves on the back, those of us who have deprived ourselves of the nice things. And now we are going, this is why I deprived myself of the nice things. Because yeah. now I have a nest egg. Are you saying those people who were advertising their Louboutin shoes and their and their Bentleys and their and their Louis Vuitton bags? Are you saying they're going to have a shitty time? <laughs> well, well, the posers, yes, those mean, who can afford it. Like mean, you mean Instagram is going to become a bit depressing? <laughs> people, I mean, people selling shit. Gumtree's about to get busy, baby. <laughs> 
Now, quickly, um, how are you keeping connected with everybody? Are you are you online a lot? Are you doing all those WhatsApp groups and everything? Yes, I'm I'm on I'm online a lot. I'm not doing a lot of that live stuff though. I'm online privately with people I genuinely care about. Because also with all of this that's happening, I am even less capable of pretense. I don't have the energy for the 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 fake uh, reach outs, you know. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to talk to people who are superficial right now. I think even the superficial people are feeling like they need to <laughs> they need to really add value to the world. <laughs> yeah, they're tired of themselves now. They're even tired of themselves. <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep reaching out to the girls of the world. When you feel sorry for yourself, they'll slap you back into reality. Um, <laughs> but you you're all you're all in good health. Are you are you in a routine? Um because it's important I've heard from people who've been in really dire situations like, you know, the the prisoner of war camps during during World War Two, for example, where if you don't have a routine and you don't wake up and get dressed and kind of yes. make yourself look good. People very quickly start to deteriorate, not just in terms of how they look, but they start to feel bad. Depression creeps in. I mean, these are real serious problems for people. That started happening to me last week, funny enough. And and I felt like this happening too early on. But luckily, I have friends who understand that. And you know when you get that call, that's about where your friends are reminding you you need to remain mentally fit. Mm. Um, where even my husband will recognize it and he'll say something and he'll force me to get out of bed. Because un- unfortunately, I, I am unfortunately quite a depressive person. And so, um, and I've, you know, I've been on meds and all of that shit. Yeah. And right now, you can't afford to allow yourself to deteriorate to that degree. And um, I think it's recognizing that it's like the stages of grief, this thing. You acknowledge the stages of grief. And I think for me is also realizing that the kids are also going through a thing and they will, their behavior, you know, there are days where you're like, these people have regressed horribly. <laughs> and it gets frustrating for you. I like <laughs> the way you refer, I love the way you refer to your own children as these people. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. They're entire humans with their own agendas. These, these, <laughs> these people say. have regressed. <laughs> I'm imagining you saying that to your kids. Yes. yes. <laughs> you may be in a, ba- a basement in Virginia, baby, but you're still Joburg. <laughs> Oh, I love you. All right. Uh, <laughs> are there things that you're realizing in all of this madness you don't need? Uh, not yet. <laughs> uh, no, like st- stuff that you spent money on and you spent time on before that suddenly doesn't matter anymore. Mm, no, dude. <laughs> but I'm a very simple person. Hey, I'm sorry. That lesson hasn't arrived for me yet. <laughs> the only thing I realized is I have too much house. I have too much house. Mm. I mean, I'm like, this is enough. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Joburg or South Africa that makes you feel you must have massive amounts of space. Yeah. Because um, this has been enough. It, it really, I'm very grateful for that. Doc. I'm really, really grateful for that. All right. Serious thing. The world's obviously going to be a different place after this thing's done, and it's going to be finished eventually. It doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it takes months or, or or longer or shorter. But the fact is, it's going to change humanity, and not all for the good. How do you think the world will look afterwards? <laughs> that's a that's a mind mind bending thought. Um, I think 
for a change, people might be a little bit more connected because it was interesting that we're coming from a time where we were all connected technologically speaking, but we were at the most disconnected I've ever seen us in terms of how we're treating each other online and the life, kind of lives we were living, all those fake lives and uh, outside of the fake lives, all the pressure also to put up, you know. And so I think we're going to come out a little bit more gentle, a whole lot more sober. Because, you know, 21 days, takes 21 days to form a habit. And there are people who I think a lot of their bad habits, they can't feed them. They are, uh, they are closed in. So I think we're going to come into a world where I hope, I pray, people are going to be much gentler on themselves. But I think we're going to be more creative again. You know how creative we were because we used to play with boxes and bricks yeah. and we contact each other unless you were by a phone that's connected to something. I think we might also find that in this time we've become much more inventive. So, and I think we'll all be chubbier because uh, all these gym challenges <laughs> are lying. They are lying. People are peaking already. And they are, well, oh, 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 man. Like, and I can't, I, I can't see another really fit, beautifully shaped, perfectly ripped person putting up their videos because it's just depressing to me. I mean, I, I know I'll never look. I could, you could give me 412 days in the quarantine <laughs> tank. I still wouldn't come out like that. But I'm trying, man. I am trying. But it's not going to happen. No, shame. No, me, I've, I've embraced my rotund. I've embraced my rotund. But I don't know. You know what else I've realized when I get I actually realized how much time I spend at home. Because hmm. this has not been terribly different from how much time I spend in my house anyway. Well, that's fantastic, especially for the kids, yeah. right? Yeah, I generally only leave to go to work. No. So I can genuinely believe, though, that my son has had enough of me. Um, I'm loud. He doesn't like noise. He listens to classical music. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, and, and, I, I have only love and, and messages of, of support and, and friendship from everybody here for you and from Paul and for Bonsu and for Lesedi and Aliyah and everybody. I hope you guys are well and keep safe and keep healthy. Thank you so much, Gareth. Be safe, man. I'll see you on the other side, yeah? Love you lots. Gareth, please, I want to picture you with long hair. <laughs> well, it is getting, it's getting very long hair. You're, I'm going to come out of this looking like early man, I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to have a beard. I'm going to have long hair. I'm, I'm making an effort. I, I actually made an effort this morning. I got into the shower and I'm, I shaved and I was like, I'm going to clean myself up. This is disgusting. Because I have not been out of the house more than – I did one shopping trip. That's it. Sure. Oh, all right. I wonder what that's like. I haven't seen sunlight in a while. Well, I see through the windows and then I step outside because, uh, you know, there's a door outside. Thank gosh. That takes us out. <laughs> I just, can't wait to see what this street looks like. One quick thing. You, you're apparently just letting the kids roam around naked because that's freedom now. Yes, of all the things. Like I'm always shouting, banana clowns! Now I'm like, yeah, but I mean, what else do they have? So they, they, <laughs> them. Your kids are just running around like a nudist colony. Free Willy! And I, I can feel I'm five to joining them. I'm five to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, be good. <laughs> <laughs> you too, man. Love you lots. Cheers, Dooms. <laughs>